the moment of truth has arrived. Every week we come across some big life questions that often sparks a discussion between us and we thought it was about time that we let you in on some of these conversations. In these mini pods, we get honest and vulnerable with ourselves, each other and you, our listeners, as we pick a question and explore its possible answers together in a moment of truth. So this year, I set myself a little mini goal of trying to learn more about the moon cycles. And I bought us both a beautiful moon calendar, which, um, which shows, <laughs> thank you, isn't it so oh, pretty? it's lovely, honestly, I love it. I think P wants one now as well, oh, so it's so just going to be like, Nick's going to be surrounded <laughs> by moon stuff. But it shows that the 20th of February, so today, is a new moon. So we've been doing a bit of reading up, because obviously we know nothing about this, um, and I've discovered that it's a new worm moon. Now, not the nicest <laughs> title, um, but it actually gets its name from the earthworms that come out when the soil starts to wa- warm up. So it is... that's a like a sign that it's providing food for birds and other animals, marking the changing of seasons. We're going from winter into spring now. Um, And the spiritual meaning of this moon reflects the fresh starts that are taking place everywhere we look. So whether that's physically or metaphorically, it is time to plant some seeds that we can harvest and reap the rewards of later this year. So there's lots of journaling prompts that you can get around new moons. And the specific one that comes up for the new worm moon is what can you do now to help your future self? So I guess it's like what seeds can we plant now that we can like harvest later in the year? (laughs) So much probably that (laughs) I could be doing that will give me rewards later in the year. But what what comes up for you when you think of that? My first thing that came up was like just consistency. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm so good at being consistent in some areas of my life, but then other things I'm just not good at. So, um, my, like, even the other day, I, like, I was so good at one point of drinking, like, loads of water, and I was working with you when I was doing it, and I was, like, so good, like, for two months at drinking it, and my skin looks so much better And now I look in the mirror and I'm like, it looks dry and like not as nice as I'd like it to look. And I was like, if I had just carried on drinking that water, I would be thanking myself now. Got it. Okay. So it's only until you start to see the physical like repercussions of not drinking the water that now you're like, oh, that would have been a benefit I'd be experiencing. Okay. So what kind of ones have you got? Skincare? Yeah. So skincare, definitely. Um... Definitely stuff around um, like my home account on Instagram and stuff Mm -hmm. as well because there are people that are cashing in on like (laughs) these home accounts on Instagram um, and they really build their followers up so quickly and I'm like, I could probably be like a few thousand followers in now if I was just being a bit more consistent and I'd be thanking myself. Give it a shout out now. The King's Gem. (laughs) (laughs) There you go, that might be a few more. (laughs) So that side of things, we have to be consistent with Glow. I mean, we were so consistent last year, but now we're like under this pressure of jobs and everything and just making sure that we keep the pod ticking over and the key things. And I think what we've done really well is because we are in full-time roles and that's Mm -hmm. got to be a priority. We've just set ourselves some small targets around Glow and just to keep things ticking over. So I think we've made it manageable. Yeah. Just as long as we can, like, both keep it consistent. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, so one around Glow, one around skincare, one around my home account, um, and then my fit. And it's weird because with the gym, I'm consistent. Right. Why is that? Do you think? Why is that? I don't know. I don't know. I wonder what that is. <laughs> I wonder whether that is just because the habit is formed because you've been doing it for that long now that you don't have to so think many about years. it. Um, yeah. So maybe it's just a case of. You have to, with any new habit, isn't it like three weeks that it takes to stick? So maybe we just stop on the consistency just at the point that it would be habit making. I don't know, doll. There's yeah. something in me. What about you? Um, consistency is a really good one, actually. I feel like you've stolen a really good one there. And I'm like, oh, sorry. No, not that it was on my radar to say it. But now you've said it, I'm like, that is definitely the thing I need to do. And actually, when I think <laughs> of that, it's like, there's no good planting a seed now. And then leaving it in the ground, like metaphorically. And, and then not watering not it. Not looking after it and tending to it, exactly. Watering it, placing it in sunlight and then expecting a flower to just be magically there in September. Like that just wouldn't happen. So um, the consistency one is really good. I think maybe what's kind of springing to my mind is if I could just now care a little bit less what other people think, I think I would be further ahead like when I get to later this year, I think so often what other people think or their opinions or, um, yeah, just like that outward looking in feeling, I think stops me from being able to maybe do things that I want to do. So I'll give you an example. Like recently I've been really thinking I need to improve my money mindset and I really want to have this kind of abundant wealth mindset and I've just been aware in certain circles that I'm talking with people that their money blockers as I'm going to like label them based on the work I'm doing is very much like money is evil and wanting money is like not a nice thing and you can't be both kind of humble and kind and good and want money it's like almost like greedy people want money and I'm finding that really difficult because then I kind of play small in my own life because I think Mm -hmm. oh I really want to go out there and be abundant and ask for more and you know be open to receiving things to myself so that I can give back as well and I find myself caring about those kind of opinions and maybe they're not doing things I should be doing um so I don't think I'll be as far ahead on that journey later if I don't grip get a grip of that now so I need to start almost being like I don't know really how to do it but like maybe compartmentalize their opinions and kind of come back to it later and see whether or not it's still valid um because it must be because I also find some truth in what they're saying, but I allow it to hold me back and I'm working through those money blockers myself. Um, But there's other things like just people's opinion of, you know, how you should spend your time, like what is valuable in terms of how you spend your time, you know, um, going back to work full time, a lot of mums would be like, well, I just couldn't possibly do that and be a present parent. And I think I let that kind of, commentary and judgment which is only that their perspective that's it wouldn't work for them but I think I place too much importance on what other people are saying and then let it sit and make me sit with self-doubt and oh should I be working full-time when I've got two young children and am I able to be the best parent I want to be the best mum I can be if I'm doing that and I have to go through a process of kind of reconciling with myself 
when if I just said, well, that's you and I'm different and kind of was a bit more blasé about it and just didn't pay too much attention to it, I think I could just move forward more effortlessly in my life. Mm. But again, going back to what you just said about the money one, you obviously feel a bit of a sensitivity Mm. around maybe going back to work full time or whatever, as any mum does, like whatever mum decision you make, there's some element of guilt. So there definitely is. Is there any areas of your life in your life where you don't feel that you care what other people think? Um, Oh, that's a good question. Um no no (laughs) I was thinking like with what I wear with how I do my hair like with just with anything I think if someone made a comment I'd love to be a person that was just like well that's just your opinion but someone could make a comment like even just how dark I have my hair someone said before have you always gone that dark with your hair and it's just a comment but in my head I'm like putting meaning to that like well you don't like my hair because it's not a compliment it's just a question but the question's leading me to believe that you don't like it and now should I dye my hair that color next time or should I go slightly lighter and it's it's placing just way too much of my energy in resolving how I feel about other people's opinions so I don't think there's anything like even tv programs if somebody said like I really like that that TV program and I didn't, I, I would probably be like, oh, no, like it, there would be like way too much yeah. thought about it. And is that... No, so, and so many people must be affected by this because I know as you're saying it, I'm like, fuck, I do that all the time. Yeah. Who, who can you draw inspiration from then? Who do you see in your circle or it doesn't have to be in your circle, but maybe someone who's famous or whatever, who doesn't do you know what? You draw inspiration Nick from. Nick bought me a mug that it is, um, what does it say? Uh, it's like something like a Beth Dutton mood. Now, anyone who doesn't watch Yellowstone, this is going to go way over your head, but me and Nick were obsessed with Yellowstone on Paramount, which is this kind of cowboys and Indians like drama series. And she is just... She is someone that you would look at and think she's terrifying. She is never vulnerable. She's got a lot of issues, but she just says whatever the fuck she wants. Like, honestly, she is just like, this is me. And she's ballsy. And I I find it so audacious that I almost find it like, wow, I wish I was just an... Uh, just a sprinkling of that in my life would be amazing. But I think I'm so attracted to those qualities in her because they're so far away from where I'm at. Um, Whereas I can't do anything without then think, like I can't say anything to somebody without then going home and digesting that and going, I hope they didn't think I meant this or, you know, what? oh, do I need to get in a text message and re-clarify that? And I just wish I didn't care enough to say, they know me, they know my intentions, they know my heart is good, I'm not like that. Because I do think so much of my energy that could be put into my goals is definitely going on this reconciling stuff all the time um so yeah maybe (laughs) beth dutton um it do you know what it's often people i don't like as like who i wouldn't want to be friends with this is probably the problem so if there's somebody who i think god like i would not want to be friends with you i wouldn't trust you like i'd be scared of you but i'm a little bit in awe of you as well Yeah, because those people are the ones that don't care. They don't give a shit. And it's almost like, (laughs) I just love that about them. So yeah, it's, I think, but 
then it's, you know, I love that about them, but then I could never be like that because I don't like them as people often. I wouldn't want them in my circle. So it's not like I'm trying to sit out here saying I want to be... You know, it's good to care, but I think the level to which I care, it, yeah, it's okay. a dangerous habit. So, you know, if you say something and you think you've hurt someone's feelings, it's obviously good to be like, oh, I hope I didn't offend you. But to, you know, over egg it with every single thing like I can do it like if somebody just says if I owe someone money and I've forgotten to pay like I just will go into what do they think about me because of that and you know oh I need to get them a gift because I'm now late paying and I'm so like I need to show them my my apology and it's just so over the top when really I could just be like oh my goodness, I am, honestly, I've got a brain like a sieve. I'm so sorry. Like, let me sort that out straight away for you. Like, I paid my cleaner extra the other day because I was like, I didn't pay her till the morning after she cleaned and I felt so bad about it that I just paid her extra. And it's like, that level of worrying what other people Mm. think is that has to go this year, I think. I need to get to a place where I can just function with an element of not caring. I think like a lot of what's underlying this and what comes up for me as you're saying all this and something that I was actually only talking to someone about the other day was guilt. Yeah. Oh, it is, isn't it? It is. It's just how I I said I have to stop feeling so guilty about every mistake or thing I do. Yeah. And I think what's underlying yours, it sounds like guilt. Yeah, it is. It's And it's guilt is such a heavy word isn't it in a like heavy. A yucky it's the word worst. I honestly think it's like the worst emotion <laughs> yeah oh yeah it's awful because because really will you ever make peace with it like how do you make peace with something when you feel that guilty and time is great for that because over time you can kind of replace it by with good experiences with people but in that short term it's a really uncomfortable one to sit with but then on the other hand, when you're saying about people, oh, do you always go that dark with your hair? That's not guilt. So I think there's two things here. I think there's a guilt element. Oh, yeah, that's true. And then maybe that's like going back to what we said earlier, like the the, agree, the four agreements, like taking things too personally, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, well, it, it's, that one, I think, is definitely... Um, caring it's all, too much. Yeah, it's just caring too much about others. I think there is definitely this fear of being not belonging a fear of being as you grow as you go on a personal growth journey I think you start to see things differently with your relationships and with the groups that you're in and I think sometimes that can be great and beneficial because you can kind of step away from toxic relationships and you can develop new friendships and relationships that serve you better but I think as you have to, as you change, as you make the decision to change as a person, former relationships, I think, can be impacted by that. And I've kind of seen rumblings of that um, over probably mostly since we left and started to do Glow. I think the self-confidence that we had to do that either inspired people or sent people into kind of like a, oh, hold on a second, that's not the... We don't leave our secure jobs and go and do that. So it either unearthed something in them or it was, like, like inspiring to them. And I think maybe it's that. It's that over the last year of me being on a bit of a 
a growth journey and leveling up, I've started to see how decisions that I make or things that I do cause a reaction in others that might Mm -hmm. not be um, favorable. But you're right, it is linking back to that four agreements piece, which is that is their projection. It's nothing to do with you. You don't have to take that away with you. Um, So I think that's what I maybe need to think about is, and we'll never know, right? We'll never know whether that is really, they just don't like your hair color or whether that is, they do and they wish that they could have that hair color, but it would never suit them or whatever it is. uh, And whether it's nothing, it's just a question to make small talk. Like you just don't know. So don't spend time um, worrying about it. But actually what comes up when I say that is I know what my coach would say. She would say, or you could just ask, what made you ask that? Yeah. Because then you get the answer. Yeah, that's, that's, true and that in that moment we don't do that do we we don't say oh what made you ask that or what made you say that because that's what I'm wondering what I'm doing is taking that question offline and coming up with my own possible answers (laughs) but yeah maybe that's what I need to do is that maybe the what I can do now is to be more instead of not caring because realistically I'm gonna care and so that doesn't feel like an action that's maybe actionable maybe the question is ask more questions be curious. Be curious. Like, oh, what made you say that? Or when I said that, did that make you feel funny or is that me overreacting? Yeah. Things like that would just nip it in the bud, right? If I just said that. Okay. It sounds easy, but I'm blatantly going to be <laughs> yeah. in therapy in a month being like, oh, and then I asked a question and I got an answer I didn't want. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's an interesting one though, Don. Definitely one like I don't think you're going to get the answer to here. No, but, but good one, one to, to sit with and and work out pond and absolutely for me as well like as you were saying that so much the guilt thing is massive for me yeah and that I think there's two like like we said there's two things going on like the guilt and the caring and it's like oh god the guilt eats me up daily yeah so maybe what we can do now in this actual moment is just take this offline and explore its possibilities like what has come up for us as a result of like this question, which I didn't think was going to go quite so deep. I thought it was just going to be like, what I could do now is like just something frivolous, like, you know, start a new hobby. I know. No, that went a little bit deeper than we expected, but um, that's really good. And I think nice to take away the consistency piece as well, because I think that is something that um, we both struggle with. We both like the start. We like the oh, it's fun and dreamy and the starting place, keeping it going, like after that novelty's worn off is definitely tougher for both of us. So I think that's a great one for us to, that's kind of a nice, easy, practical one we can go and do and work on. And I think to be honest, I think consistency underpins everything anyway. So it's like even like your, it's that, it underpins everything. It's not even like a a one thing it's just like yeah. it should be a foundational piece like that's just what we need to do in life to get anywhere is show yeah. up and be consistent so yeah because um, it's no good me not caring the first time somebody says something but actually you have to be consistently not caring yeah no that makes sense otherwise it's just so it underpins it all so whatever whatever I think whatever someone comes up with for this question any of the listeners if they want to journal on it the consistency piece will underpin it all anyway. Yeah. So in a couple of weeks, we'll be dealing with the full moon. So as a result of kind of what we've discussed today, is there anything that you want to let go? Because full moons is like our chance to like release and let go. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, what do I want to let go? Guilt. Guilt. <laughs> good, good luck with that. <laughs> but something a bit more, if I can think, what, what about you? I'm trying to think of something a bit more practical or something that I'm doing now that just doesn't serve me. I think it's unrealistic for me to say care less because that's just not in my nature. But I think what I could do is um, assume less. Oh, I love so that. So if I catch myself making an assumption about what somebody meant, don't do that. I won't not be able to care about what the person said, but I, I don't have to place a meaning on it that wasn't delivered with the comment or or the situation. So to not care less probably wouldn't be practical for me, but to assume less and make less yes. assumptions probably would. So I would let go of making assumptions. Okay. So that's that um, four agreements again. Oh, yes. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, gosh. I, I'm living the way ever since Already. you brought up the four agreements. I'm just living the life. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know. I can't think of anything off the top of my head where I'm like, okay, I need to let that go. But a good thing to do, like, when you're doing this on the full moon is write it down and then let it go off into the flames or burn it or whatever. That's what we did at a full yeah. moon ceremony once. And it was like, get it all down on paper, send it out to the universe and then like let it go. So if anyone's going to do a full moon ceremony this month, let us know. They're so special as well. Like I've only so started special. doing them this year since I've had the calendar so that I actually bloody know when the new moon and the full moon is. And there's so much you can do in between that, but that is like a level too far for me. I'm basically at the point of like new moon, set intentions, full moon, release and let go of things you don't want to carry forward. Um, but it's really lovely to do this on a new moon and think and start to think about the bigger cycle of the moon like the year you know what is it the I don't even know with astrology like does the earth go once around the sun oh oh yeah is that what happens I think so the sun stays still doesn't it and we move we move around the sun we rotate we orbit around the sun right (laughs) yeah this as I said this is a mini goal for this year (laughs) and we're very much in the infancy of learning um I've bought so much stuff on it but I feel like quite a lot of it's more advanced than maybe my knowledge. <laughs> I, I basically need to go and buy like a physics book for like GCSE level, or maybe even SATs, Key Stage 6, because I just don't even know how the planets work. But this is me and you all over, like we'll read half a book on it and then proclaim to be experts and know everything you need to know about the moon. Yeah, but <laughs> what I love is that we've grasped two things, new moon intentions, full moon let go. And if yeah. that's all we do with it, um, I think that's a really nice starting place. Kind of what each moon means and what it signifies and whether it's in Aries or Pisces, that's a level too far for me. Like I'm not an astrologer <laughs> and I don't even know if we're orbiting the sun or the moon or both or them orbiting us. I've got no idea. However, I do know that um, it is a really lovely thing to do as a ceremony because if nothing else, if you don't even believe the whole moon thing, which is ludicrous because we're 80% water and if the moon can control the tides, it can definitely impact us as humans um but if nothing else I feel like it's a good reminder in your calendar to check in with yourself absolutely so love that absolutely. there you go uh, no one thought they were going to get an astrology lesson out of us in a moment <laughs> no. of truth today did they <laughs> not sure you can call it that but <laughs> <laughs> two things and if you just take those two things away is two more things that you're doing for yourself and your own personal growth than you were before so 
Yeah, and we're really honest about the fact that we just dip our toe in this stuff. Like, we don't have the answers. But the fantastic thing is, we belong to the School of Lifelong Learning. So, you know, this is like a daily thing for us that we'll go out there and explore and learn and understand. And, you know, sometimes we might have to go back and fill in the gaps. But (laughs) it's all with a view of moving forward. So personal growth is a lifelong journey. (laughs) It is. Fantastic. Well, that's been a moment of truth from us. Yep. And um, we'll catch you soon for the next one. Um...